Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. We're a podcast and community for modern moms in real estate that are building a legacy in business and raising a family. We talk all things real estate, marketing, mindset, business strategy, and support as real estate moms. My name is Brayden McKee, a Phoenix, Arizona real estate agent and boy mom of two. I love social media and digital marketing and specialize in relocation, new construction, and the move up buyer family. And I'm Alyssa Stalker, a realtor in Ventura County, California, a digital marketing coach and course creator, as well as mom of two under two. As business besties that have been through all the ups and downs together, we are bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and industry expertise to change the way a modern mama approaches real estate. Whether you're here for the support community or our practical tips for building a thriving business while balancing being a mama, we are rooting for your growth. All right, ladies, welcome to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. It's Brayden here, and unfortunately, we don't have Alyssa today, but we do have a very special guest. We have Mary Comic on the show. She is a personal stylist empowering female entrepreneurs to leverage their image to stand out in their market, attract their dream clients, and align with their brand. She is the founder of Dress to Close the Deal, a wardrobe consulting program designed to help female real estate agents sell in style to nail first impressions and raise their visibility. With nearly a decade of experience in the fashion industry, Mary brings her wealth of knowledge of garments, color analysis, and study of fashion psychology into her styling process. Her trademark service include closet edits, personal styling, and personal shopping. In the digital realm, she extends her service virtually to clients coast to coast. So Mary, thank you so much for coming on the show. And if you just want to share a little bit about yourself, give yourself a little intro and we will uh, chat all about all of this today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for all of that. Yes, I am a personal stylist. I specialize in working with female entrepreneurs and more specifically female real estate agents because I think that they are such an unspoken for market when it comes to dressing to impress clients and selling in style, leveraging their personal style to do so in a way that helps them grow their business. It's my absolute passion. I have been in personal styling for nearly two years. And before that, I was in celebrity and wardrobe styling here in Hollywood, but working with female entrepreneurs and female real estate agents more specifically is truly my passion because I love providing the tools and uh, styling processes and mindsets for these women that are go-getters and absolute achievers to achieve everything that they want in life through the power of their wardrobe. Awesome. That's so exciting. I love that. So did you go to college for fashion? Like, was it something that, okay, very cool. So you studied it and you've done all the things. And I have a lot of stuff that, um, I'm interested to hear about and just learn because I think you're right. I mean, like I, I listen to a lot of real estate podcasts and, you know, marketing mm-hmm. stuff. And um, honestly, I just don't think this conversation really is uh, had all that often. So um, when we saw your Instagram account a while ago, I know Alyssa and I were like, oh, maybe one day we can get this girl on the podcast. Like that would be kind of cool. Um, and then, yeah, I think so. Just I'm glad it worked out and I'm super excited. So I guess 
from like, let's just start like foundations. What do you think is super important when, you know, you are working with real estate agents? Like, why is it so important you think for them to have, um, their wardrobe, like, I don't know, collection, like ready to go or have like thought more thought behind it than maybe just like, you know, putting something together. Yes, absolutely. So the way that I like to frame this is having a style mindset because it drives you to dress with intention, create an impact with your look and influence that potential client, whether okay. you're selling or buying a home. So those are kind of the three eyes that I really encourage um, my clients and, and female real estate in general to adopt so that okay. they're able to create a wardrobe that's really versatile because you know, you're not working a nine to five, you're often working on the weekends, but you also can be working from home. So you need lots of pieces that you can mix and match very easily so that uh, you're not having to stress about what to wear. Secondly, the most important thing is that you need to dress to nail first impressions. That's a huge hallmark of my personal styling services, specifically for female real estate agents, because you only have seven seconds to nail that first impression and to make wow. them understand and respect your authority as the agent that they want to take on, because obviously it's such a financial commitment for anyone. So your wardrobe and your image has a lot to do with that, just as much as your pitch, right? And just as much as how you want to sell them. Right. Yeah. Seven seconds is not fast. (laughs) (laughs) Or, Or it's fast. It's not a lot of time at all. So that's like, I mean, and a lot of that is, is pretty like, it's not like you're going up to a listing appointment with somebody you've never met. And the seller's like, oh, let me look at you for seven seconds. It's like, it's happening. And it's very like, you know, we have to just know that it's going to be happening. Like whether it's intentional or not, they're going to be having an impression and thoughts about us, you know, and that goes, I mean, that goes literally for anything. I think that's, you know, any interaction that we're having. And so it really is, it really is important. And like you said, I mean, with real estate, we're not working just, you know, nine to five, like oftentimes we're working mornings, evenings, weekends, mm-hmm. like, you know, juggling this whole thing because real estate kind of never stops. And yes, we try to achieve balance. It's not like this perfectly like boxed in schedule. And so there's also a lot of life that happens. And you know, what, what Alyssa and I always talk about on the show and with our community is that like, we're also moms and that's like a huge piece to what we're doing is like, it's not, and it's not like the typical, like stay at home mom. We might be at home for a couple hours in the day and then working in the office and then out on appointments. And so there's a lot of wardrobe considerations in that as well. Yes, absolutely. I work with a lot of working moms, both in the real estate sphere and outside of it. And with real estate, everyone says to me, I just want things that are easily washable. Don't give me anything that's wrinkled, right? And yeah. that's, that's super, super important because again, you need that versatility in your wardrobe to make sure that you can wear something while you're at home with your kids. And then when you need to run out to go to your appointments that you're dressed to impress. And it's totally. it's important. And the other part of, of having that balance, and this is something that I always encourage my clients to do, is remember that it's not just about, you know, dressing for Zoom, dressing for 
a listing or showing appointment. It's also about what do you wear to the grocery store? What do you wear when you're running errands with your kids or taking them to soccer practice? There's tons of every real estate agent knows that you always have to have your cards on handy. You never know who you're going to meet and you yeah. need your image and your wardrobe to be a part of that process. Totally. So when you're working with your real estate clients, like, do you take into consideration, like, their personal preference for style, like if they're like more boho or if they're sporty or if they're like, I don't know, like want to be like selling sunset, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How does that, how does that play out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, I am a personal stylist. So developing a personal unique style to my client is what's most important. I also, in that same vein, like if, you know, I always tell clients, can you describe your style in three ways. So you have to give me three words. A lot of times I can't do it on the spot, but once they're, you know, either done working with me or halfway through, they're like, okay, I definitely know how to define my style. That also helps you define your branding. And then yeah. secondly, outside of developing a unique style, I always tell clients like, are you dressing for your market? Because that's right. also a huge part of developing your brand and then raising that visibility with your style. Um, totally important so you can do both you can do all yeah. things you can create your personal style make sure it aligns with your brand and then also make sure that you're dressing to impress the market that you're trying to sell to totally yeah and do you mean like your location market or do you mean maybe like price point like if somebody's trying to break into the luxury market or do you mean both, both? Okay. both. yeah because this is the issue I mean you mentioned selling sunset this is how I got into working with women in real estate is because people were DMing me all the time on Instagram when it first got big and they were saying, yeah. oh my gosh, like um, you guys, I really want to dress like the women on Selling Sunset. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, they're selling in Bel Air. That's not the right, that's not where you're, you're located in Nebraska. Like that's not the right, right. market. I don't want to, what are you doing? And so they're like, no, but I really want to like wear these like mini skirts. And I'm like, you're going to, to a farm, like, right. What, what, like just the silliest stuff. Um, and so I was like, you guys, it's so important to dress for your, your market and make sure that you're comfortable because yeah. comfortability leads to confidence, of course, yeah. especially in your image and in your wardrobe and what you're wearing. So that's kind of what I say is like, obviously develop a style that's unique to you, that you feel com comfortable and confident in that yeah. takes you from work to weekend, but also that you can dress to close the deal and that you're going to impress someone in that market that you're looking to sell for. You have right. to use it as a marketing and a branding strategy when it comes to your style. Very interesting. Yeah. And I think that's a good point is that it really, I do think that there is something about that, that maybe hasn't really, not a lot of people have touched on that, that it's like, it, what you're wearing is more, it really is part of your marketing and branding because, and I think Alyssa, and I wish she was here because, you know, I think this would be like right up her alley, but Alyssa's like a really good example of this. She has a bit, like, I can tell her style from a photo, even if her face like wasn't in that photo of her, um, of like what her style is. And like, I can just tell from her social media, like what her, her clothes would be, or like if she would even like, there's like a, she posted a dress that she saw at Target and she's like, Oh, I found this. And I was like, that's 100,000% like your style. I'm surprised you don't already own like that dress already. Like, um, and it is like, you know, a, a marketing piece, like, or it can be like, there's certain 
uh, people, I think in the space, I do a really good job of it that you're like, oh, they do definitely have a style and they make it work. And I think it's kind of like, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's probably kind of like an evolution, like a process because oh, yeah. you're, you know, as life goes on, like your style changes, your preferences change, but you're also trying to like figure out like what works with your body, what works, like what you're comfortable with. Like, I know, you know, you spoke to like, oh, well, these people are in Nebraska, they're going to a farm. Well, when I go to new construction sites, or I go to anything with land or out in areas where I know there are maybe scorpions or snakes in my market, I'm wearing cowboy boots because I've worn heels to new construction sites. And it was a freaking disaster. I'm sinking in, there's nails everywhere. I'm twisting my ankle. And I'm like, I look like an idiot because this is so impractical at this point. And so now I know, like, I'm like, okay, new construction day. I've got my, I've got my cowboy boots on and I'm probably going to wear something a little bit more like Western or like sporty, like versus if I'm maybe going and just doing showings at, you know, regular houses that I'm not really having to worry about like hazards on a new construction site, or I'm not really worried about like if I'm going to run into like a scorpion or snake in open toed shoes, like. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's dressing to impress and that's dressing for your client. That's just a, a, another part of selling in style, yeah. of course, which is my, the trademark phrase that I like to use, but that's, what's always so important. I know you mentioned, you know, dressing for your body before I ever shop for clients or help them develop their style. There's, there's two key components that I always work with, which is body type analysis and color analysis. So in body type analysis, my goal is to really show these women how to dress to flatter their figure, because it's something that's so lost among almost everyone that I work with. Yeah. There are a lot of moms, like, especially like postpartum and even years later, they're just wearing styles that are oversized because their, their first priority is comfortability, but yeah. then they know that they don't feel great in what they're yeah. wearing. And when you look good, you feel good. So it's having them adopt that style mindset of, no, it's okay. If you take that oversized t-shirt and you French tuck it into these jeans, you're going to define your waist and you're going to look a lot better. This is like a small example. Um, but that's, that's something that's super important. So everything, yeah. the necklines you wear to the dresses and the shorts and the skirts. But then secondly, with color analysis, it's finding the colors that are complementary to you and then also integrating those colors with your branding so that yeah. everything is cohesive. Because especially on social media, social media is so, so big for real estate agents and growing their business, right? right. So I would say you want to dress every time, like in a way that's flattering your figure, you're wearing colors that look great on you. But secondly, if you happen to be wearing your branding colors and you're consistent about that, you're going to be bringing brand awareness through your wardrobe just as much as you are through the colors of the, like the real cover and all that fun stuff. Like it's right. just creating that consistency that will lead to balance in your style and in your wardrobe. That's really smart. And when you say color analysis, is that like where you're doing like what colors bring out the best, like, uh, within like your skin tones and like yes. things like that. I I've seen a little bit about it recently, but I don't know a lot about it. Can you touch on that? And like, you know what that process looks like, because I think that's actually really important. I've seen like before and afters of somebody wearing like one color versus a color that like matches 
their profile or I don't know what it's called. Um, not, this is definitely not my forte, but I'm, you know, obviously like, so glad that you're here to learn from you. Um, but I, I saw the drastic difference in that, like before and after photo of that client, um, on like an Instagram post. And I was like, dang, her eyes look like a million shades, like brighter green. Mm -hmm. Like it was so crazy. Yes. So color analysis is the practice of matching your natural features, your hair color, your skin tone, and your eye color with the subsequent color season that best complements you and harmonizes with you. So exactly what you were saying. And that's based on some key factors such as um, hue, chroma, um, light versus darkness, whether you look good in light versus dark colors, muted versus bright colors, whether you have a high level of contrast, you have to measure all of those things with like big color swatches. They almost look like the bibs you wear when you get your hair done. <laughs> hair <similar. Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I do that in person and virtually I have virtual color frames, but I, I walk them through the color season. So there's a t- 12 color seasons, but okay, three of each. So uh, winter, spring, summer, and autumn. There's three okay. color season. And I walk you kind of through what colors don't look good on you. And then I lead you to which colors do. And you kind of have that temporal understanding of, okay, I look better in light or medium colors. I look better in muted shades versus brighter shades. These really like brighten me up or like I want to be in the muted section because my features themselves are muted. It's trying to teach everybody, um, especially everyone that I work with, like how to spot the colors that look good on them. I, nobody's going to see this. I'm wearing a very colorful, contrasting uh, shirt because I look great in color, but I work with a lot of clients that look great in like monochromatic, like strictly neutral looks. So really dependent on your unique features. Once I have that, I build a wardrobe color palette based on the complementary colors. And if the agent has their branding already, I integrate that in there so that everything's together. Makes shopping without a stylist very, very easy and and it's always helpful. Um, But it also just gives clients a, a lifetime understanding of how to wear color. Definitely. That's great because I think these are like, smaller things that maybe if somebody's like, well, I can't afford to maybe like revamp my whole wardrobe right now. If they could do like color analysis to kind of start to figure out what works with their body type, you know, in terms of like shape or like the structure of clothing, these are smaller things that somebody can do to start to feel more confident and to look, you know, more put together or look you know, just elevate their look so that when they do step into that appointment or they're meeting a client or they're out, you know, maybe they're out and about and it's like, you know, you're at a, at a community event or like a soccer game for your kid, like that even you can present, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, look like you're going to go on a million dollar listing appointment, Mm -hmm. but you can still be put together and presentable. And then when you start having the conversation, you know, it's just, it's, that like subtle, you know, professional is there vibe without being like, oh, just like, let me, you know, just tell you all about real estate all the time, you know, just by being put together and presentable. Exactly. Your image and and your style, the way that you're showing up is leading them into that conversation because you're attracting people with what you're wearing. Right. So that's right. A conversation starter, if anything. Yeah. So, so let me ask you when you're, you're working with somebody, they come to you and they're like, I need help. Like what, you know, 
what kind of stuff do you do with them? Do you start with, you know, um, you, obviously you start with the color and you start with um, their, you know, body shape, what looks great on them. And then do you go from like what they have to analyze, like what they currently have and like what they, what outfits they like to wear and like how that's working or like how they feel or how does that whole process work? If somebody's like, well, I need help, you know, I, I'll give myself an, as an example, like my body is much different than when I had my first child almost four years ago now. Um, after my second one, my body completely changed. And like, I'm in this, I'm in this process where I'm trying to figure out what works for me and like what, you know, kind of shapes like work. And I'm like, you know, my shape's a lot different now, but I'm trying to be presentable, but like also like, I can't just wear like a t-shirt, like, you know, because that just doesn't make me feel like I'm confident and like look professional, but like, what does that process go from if I'm like, Mary, please help me. Like, I need to figure something out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So a lot of people have been coming to me in a very similar situation to you, whether it's their bodies have changed uh, throughout the pandemic or then right. also uh, lots of weight gain during pandemic and nobody's right. ashamed about it. Let me just say that first and foremost. But secondly, as moms, like, yeah, your, your bodies absolutely do change number one, if it's one kid or how many you have, like it's, it's going to change periodically and learning to dress through those periods in a way that makes you feel comfortable and secondly, confident is super, super important. So if a client comes to me in that situation, the body type analysis and the color analysis serve as the foundation of working together. And then after that, I like to create a collaborative style identity mood board. And this okay. is where the client and I would work together before I even look at their closet, right? This is where the client and I work together to kind of uncover their shopping habits, kind of have an idea of what they're looking for, the style inspiration that they want to emulate themselves, maybe some new outfits that they think that are really going to motivate them to wear clothes again and not athleisure and also uh, show up in a more elevated form. So I, I make that mood board and then I go and look at uh, the client's closet and assess their wardrobe in, in a very comprehensive way, going through every single thing that they own, getting rid of what doesn't serve them, both personally and professionally, and then making room for the new. Um, I actually photograph everything that my clients have and I keep it in a virtual closet that they have lifetime access to. This really helps my clients not buy duplicate things that they already own because that's the yeah. number one shopping habit that I see. I'm like, do you really need seven green blouses? Like, I don't think so. So let's pair that down. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's easy and you get that go-to rotation, but yeah. uh, you know, you previously mentioned my study of fashion psychology, female consumers only wear 20% of their wardrobe, yeah. which is the go-to rotation of pieces that they feel great in, right? And then right. 80% of it collects dust in their closet. And part of the closet edit process is, of course, getting rid of the pieces that don't serve them. But secondly, it's finding new perspectives and new outfit formulas to use what you already own to save yourself money. Because there's right. a lot of small potential in your closet and different silhouettes that you can remake and wear. Um, you just need the style expert, that second pair of eyes to really help yeah. you. Or a friend, you can always get a, an honest friend with you. Yeah, for sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think I think that there's a, a lot of truth to that. I think we all know it. We just are like, 
you know, go and we're like, oh, I'm, you know, at whatever store. And it's like, you attract to the things that you already know that you like, right? So you end up buying the same kind of things. Like I always, right now, like my husband, I was showing him a dress the other day and uh, I was like, look, I'm like, look at how cute this dress is. Don't you think I need it? Like it goes so cute with my white cowboy boots. And he's like, you already have this dress. And I'm like, no, I don't have this dress. I'm like, I have an orange rest dress that has like darker spots on it. And it's longer, has a different neckline. And I was like telling, and he was like, okay, it's the same. Like to me, he's like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, well, I see why you would say that, but it's not, but okay. <laughs> That's always, that's always the fight. They, they just look at it as you're just investing in your clothes again. And yes, about it. I see that all the time. That also kind of brings me to, to a small point. Cause I know in real estate, like income is, is fickle and it's tricky and you're out there like hustling. So the idea of investing in your wardrobe can be something that's really scary and, and not necessarily a priority. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of people, they know that they need to look good and they need to feel confident, especially if they're going to an appointment and they don't really consider it and they're going to their kids' soccer games, right? But they're like, you know, I don't really know if this is for me. I always encourage clients to consider the cost per wear of, of what they buy before yeah. working with a stylist and think about how low is it because how much wear and how many outfits can you create with what you already own? That gets your cost per wear down pretty low. So if you can invest in styles that are similar, but elevated, you will still achieve that low cost per wear in a way that makes your investment more sound and worth it um, for for your lifestyle. Totally. And so if somebody's looking at, so we're like, we were just talking about this before we started recording, like we're at the end of summer, really hoping for like a a change into the fall season here, both in in both of our locations, um, because it's just been so hot. When somebody's looking at like, okay, we're transitioning from summer to fall, are, you know, if they're working with you, are they typically adding wardrobe pieces in at the fall time? Or do you work with them to have more of like a kind of like a staples wardrobe and then maybe add in like trendy items like every so often? Like how, what is your recommendation for that? Because I know like the trends change I feel like literally every couple of weeks of like what's in and out and it's like just so fast and I feel like you could always be buying pieces but to me ideally like I would just like things I feel like you know long term that would like serve my wardrobe and then if I needed like there was like a certain color or something I don't know that was like trendy for that season maybe you know but I don't know how to do that personally like looking at how I shop and like my wardrobe and I'm like how does this how do you get out of this cycle of just like buying the new stuff and then like the next season it's like oh well it's not really in can I still wear that piece even though I really liked it like what is your approach to that yes so the first thing that I will say is trends are entirely cyclical so I studied apparel merchandising in college I studied trend analysis and I continue to do so in my work as a stylist and I don't think anybody needs to be concerned with uh, being on trend over investing in what I like to call elevate, elevated essentials or styles, however you want to say it, building a core wardrobe of essentials that you can mix and match and that have versatility to create more outfits is where your investment is going to pay off in the long haul. And you're going to get higher return there. Okay. 
purely invest in trendy styles every single season and try to build a wardrobe out of that, that's where you're going to feel like you have nothing to wear, right? Okay. That's yeah. when you feel like I, you're, and you're having what I like to call a big wardrobe gap list. You're feeling like you have casual pieces and then you have workwear, but you don't have the in-between. And especially as a mom, you need the in-between. Yeah. And so that's what I always say is build the the essentials. So for me, I, I it's a constant list. It's just the same list that I always use and I'll share it here. Okay. Different. And this, I mean, this is from a seasonal perspective and also in general. So let's just say for fall, you're going to need... I would say three blazers. I always like to tell clients to have two neutral blazers and then one that's a little bit fun. That can be colorful or for example, tweed is very in this fall and it's also a very classic style. So you can have a tweed blazer. You start off with the outerwear, the topper, right? So that's blazers. I always tell clients they also need a denim jacket or any other type of canvas jacket that's transitional from summer going into fall that you'll also be able to wear in other seasons because seasonally transitional things are very, very important to me because, again, I don't want clients shopping on a trend basis. Once you're out of outerwear, and, of course, if you need coats, invest in that in the fall while things are cheaper because in the winter when the collections release, that's new stuff and you can buy coats on sale. Like, for example, Labor Day, Sorry if you missed that, guys, but that's that's a fact. <laughs> uh, the next the next thing that I would say with tops is that's where you really invest in elevated essentials. So everybody needs long sleeve pieces, short sleeve blouses, and sleeveless blouses to integrate with those topper pieces. So the outerwear, the blazers, the jackets, right? Then you also need your pants. That's going to mean trousers. That can also mean jeans, but more so invest in trousers that can go from day to night that look a little bit more elevated. Um, I love anything from a wide leg to a straight leg trouser that looks good on absolutely everybody. You can also do flares uh, with jeans. You also want to invest in higher quality jeans. Of course, nothing distressed. Shorts, um, I would also say finding shorts that are longer so, I mean, this is a podcast, you're not going to see it, but I'm <laughs> like three inch pleated shorts that are extremely stylish that I know look great for work, but then I can also run out and, you know, look fantastic at the grocery store or running errands or shopping myself, right? So that's another part. Skirts are something that I always tell clients, everyone wants to do trousers and pants. And I'm always telling what people, why don't you just try skirts in the same vein that you should try dresses? So midi skirts are a very work appropriate day to night option for real estate agents. Um, you can do mini skirts for a night out, but midi, midi where it goes, and that means to the half of your calf for those that don't know. Okay. Midi skirts are a great option. And then with shoes, shoes are super important for for agents because you're running around and you're constantly on the go and you need something that looks elevated and professional, but that you can still dress it down or dress it up, right? Right. My favorite investment to always recommend is a mule, um, block heels or like low heels. So like a one to three inch, depending on on your comfortability scale is that I always recommend pointed toe looks better than rounded toe nine times out of 10. And then something that everyone forgets is accessories. 
So uh, having nice sunglasses is going to really transform your look. Using a really nice high quality tote bag that you invest in that will last you years and years and years um, is something that's super important outside of all these other clothing items. And then just wear like staple jewelry, whether that's silver, gold, rose gold, things that are dainty. You're not trying to make a statement with your jewelry, but you are trying to look put together. And it's those small details that really complete the look. Right. That was so helpful. Like I was trying to write all that down, but I'll just have to listen when we release this episode. Um, that was really great. That was really helpful because I think it, this is not something, you know, like this is definitely not my forte. And I'm really glad that we have you on the show because I think anybody can take this and listen to it and be like, okay, well, this actually gives me like a good idea of like, what kind of staples, you know, can I start investing in? And I like your approach to like the cost per wear versus like just looking at it as that one-time purchase, because if it's a good piece and you feel confident in it, it's very flattering. Like more than likely you're going to wear it a whole lot because I know I have my pieces that I wear over and over again, just because that's what I feel most confident in and put together. And I know if I have a certain appointment, I'm probably going to wear one of five outfits. Like if I'm going on a listing appointment with somebody I don't know, like it's, it's going to be one of five outfits because that's what I feel most confident in. And I feel comfortable and I feel like I can present and, you know, walk around their house and, so I like that approach because it's like, I look at, I always look at things and I'm like, can I invest like, you know, can I invest this like upfront cost for this piece? But if it's a good piece, it should last you hopefully a while and you should get yeah. a lot of use out of it. So I like that mindset tweak to like when you're starting to look at your wardrobe and the, your pieces and make sure that you're, you're getting the use out of it. Like that, that cost per wear will go down. Yes, absolutely. I, I was just thinking, I also forgot to mention boots and booties. So that's going into fall. Um, knee-high boots are very in right now, but they're also a very classic look and they yeah. will last for years. So that's something that'll give you high return. And then booties in general, especially if you're outside, it's a closed-toed shoe that's going to look really, really nice. Um, so that's just, I want to mention that before I forget. Yes. Uh, but yes, cost per wear is something that kind of makes clients nine times out of 10 pull the trigger because right. everything that I, as a style expert and personal stylist, recommend to female real estate agents is something that is versatile with what they already own. And then amongst the potential other new styles I'm recommending can be styled in three ways, if not more. Everything right. in your closet should be able to be styled in three ways. And if it can't be, it's probably not being worn and it's in that far right corner that you never look at, right? Whether that's because it doesn't fit or because you feel like it's dated, but you have sentimentality to it and you don't want to get rid of it. There's always tons and tons of reasons, but making sure that you have the ability to maximize your whole closet. And you said you have five go-to looks. I would want that to be 10. I would want to <laughs> create 10 outfit formulas for you so that at least, you know, you're covered for, let's say like two months worth, right? Right. Um, that's, that's always just something that's super important for me is creating that versatility and that maximum that maximization in your wardrobe and in your style to make you feel comfortable and confident in what you're wearing, no matter the occasion. Yeah. I love that. 
this has been so helpful. I've learned so I'm like selfishly, like I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna ask all the questions because I have no idea. Like, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the rest of the ladies are getting good stuff out of this episode. I'm sure that they're going to. But um, Mary, do you have anything else? Any like last tips you want to leave with us before um before we exit out of the show? Last tips. Um, the one thing that I have to say outside of cost per wear and maximizing and versatility, which is all super important, I really want anyone that's coming away from this episode to remember to dress authentic to yourself and authentic to your brand and just you yeah. as a person personally and professionally. Uh, you can get caught up in the comparison game, but nobody can do you as best as you can and bring that into your style and the way that you show up in the world and your image and your wardrobe. And it'll all connect in a way that really elevates yourself in other areas of your life. So as long as you dress authentically to how you want to show up, everything else will follow. Perfect. I love that. I think that's great. That's kind of why I brought up Selling Sunset earlier, because I feel like there's a lot of like, you know, it'd be easy to be like, oh yeah, that's what we should look like. But you have to, you do have to dress to who you are. And I think that also being entrepreneurs, like there's, there's a real uh, craving, I, I guess, in the marketplace to like authentically like show up and to, for people to know who they're working with and like get a sense for who they really are. And, you know, your wardrobe and your, your clothing is part of that, you know, your style is, is, you know uh, conveys a part of like who you are. And, um, I love that, that advice. So Mary, this has been so great. Please tell us how anybody can, um, reach out to you, follow you, work with you, all of the things we will link everything we can in the show notes. Um, but if you'll tell us, um, here before we go. Yes, absolutely. So the doors are back open to my Dress to Close the Deal program, which is my wardrobe consulting program exclusively for real estate agents. If you would like to apply, you can apply on my website at www.marycomic.com. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at maryk.style. Perfect. Awesome. Great. So if you ladies have any questions or you want to apply to that program or just reach out to Mary um, to see if, you know, working together would be a good fit, then please do so. Um, she seems very knowledgeable and I think that she will definitely help you. Um, so we are so excited uh, to have you know, have this episode out. And ladies, if you are not already in our Facebook group, you can search us at the Modern Real Estate Mama on Facebook as well. And after this episode airs, we will, of course, be bringing the conversation into the Facebook group, getting, you know, what your opinions are on the episode, if you guys have any other questions or thoughts, and continue the discussion there. And we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time. If you've been enjoying the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast, it would mean so much to us if you would leave us a review on how this podcast has impacted your listening today. Whether you heard us on Apple or Spotify, your review helps other moms in real estate discover this podcast.